0: Hello and welcome to Team Franco Bodybuilding Podcast. Hoping everyone's doing well out there. And before I get started, again, I just want to thank everyone for listening, sharing, and subscribing to my Spotify account to get notifications. And just to let you know, if you're interested in coaching, you can certainly email me at any time, Verizon.net. And basically, ask questions to learn more about my philosophy. Team Franco Bodybuilding.com is the website, even though it's a bit outdated. Although you can find me on Instagram, Team Franco Bodybuilding, and my personal journey, Joe Franco TFB. All right, enough of that. So you see the title, and the title will be written after I wrote it, but basically, the did the podcast, but basically I want to talk about the benefits of a bodybuilding lifestyle before you compete, and is it necessary to have learned the bodybuilding lifestyle before you step on stage or think about competing, and I'm going to go over the pros and cons and experiences and observations I've seen over the years, and really just let you guys determine what is best. Um, Everyone's different. That's the beautiful thing. I've had success with people who would hire me three months out from a show. They nail it. They have a great time. And then others, not so much. Um, Sometimes people don't even think about competing. And then eventually they want to and vice versa. So I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into those little topics I just went over and just let you guys determine yourself now it's a flip you know there's two sides of the coin Um, and if I would have to favor one thing over another is that yes I think one should learn the bodybuilding lifestyle live it and then let it happen organically as far as competing because a lot of times people get so excited they see they're inspired they see other people on social media they have a friend that competes they go to a show and then immediately no matter where they're at as far as mentality psychologically physically they want to compete and they say I want to do it in 3 months now I I love the attitude I love the you know, inspiration that they received, but it's not often realistic. Now, on the other hand, if someone were to experience all those things, and they said, you know what, I want to compete in a year or two, well, that is more realistic. Because this time, this way, you're getting an opportunity to live the bodybuilding lifestyle as far as building your body, going through the ups and downs, learning how to get past a roadblock, dealing with you know, things that pop up in your life. Instead of being like, all right, I got four months to compete. Nothing can change my life. I got That's not going to happen. There's never a clear path, guys, when you decide to compete. I don't care how experienced you are. There's never a clear path. So, back to the point about bodybuilding lifestyle and how I think it will benefit you before you actually want to compete. The pluses, just what I talked about first learning how to count macros or follow a diet, learning that there's going to be life stuff happening, building your body, getting in the mentality of like, it's a daily routine. And I think that is the biggest take home point of this podcast is that you want to make this a lifestyle. Because after you compete, you want to continue doing it. Because of the sheer fact of that it's not going to be anything too dramatic to your mind or your body. Or you're going to have a breakdown or, or, you know, basically a crash, not having an exit plan after you compete. I, I know I'm going all over the place, but hear me out. I do believe, and I've always used the analogy of taking your time, like starting high school or anything like that. It's one year after another. Until you really get better and comfortable with what you're doing. Instead of saying that you just want to do something in the near future and you bang it out. Yes, there are outliers. I've had clients that come to me. They want to compete no matter what I tell them. I back them up. They have a good time. They're done. And they're not rebounding. But that's such a small percentage. Where I would rather find someone to embrace it. Even though they might be having great progress, psychologically they might not be ready to compete on stage. So, let me wipe the slate clean because those first five minutes are all jumbled. There's equal amount of people to me that I've worked with over the years where about 50% of my clients don't compete. But they're living the bodybuilding lifestyle. They hire me because they are inspired They know they want to make some change to their physiques. They want to, you know, get healthier, lose body fat, look good in a bathing suit. All those same goals, but the philosophy of coaching is the same. And a lot of them, guess what? They will then want to to compete as having an additional goal to keep their habits going. Because they may have lost that 10 to 15 pounds while building their body. They look great. And honestly, I may see, even say something. I'd be like, hey, you're within striking distance now. If we press it down a little bit, 3 you're like three, four months out. And the beautiful thing is, guys, is that they were living a lifestyle for that year, two years, making this progress, not freaking the fuck out because they got to make a show date. And then they coast right in. And they, these, these are the people who have the best time on stage because... They lived the lifestyle, they were doing everything right, everything went smoothly, they didn't put that unneeded pressure, and then they're like, you know what, Joe, let's go for it. You know, I want to do that show in three to four months, and they can do it. The only things that we got to now work on is a little bit of posing, but, you know, we can take care of that, but they had that confidence, that security in themselves, where the diet is not a big deal, they're not putting the pressure on themselves. They went through some cuts and some, you know, maintenance type phases with my planning and coaching. So that transition was so much easier. So that's why I always say more time is better, but also to live the lifestyle first before you dedicate yourself in competing. You're going to have that much better of a time. So if you're just entering this world, I guess my take biggest take home point from this podcast is don't rush it, embrace it. Learn as much as you can. If you hire a coach, enjoy the process. Instead of thinking that this coach is doing me wrong because I'm not losing fast enough. Well, you may be losing at a good clip, but in your head, you may want to compete sooner than later and therefore you're going to basically... What's the word I'm looking for? You know, Sabotage yourself. So live the lifestyle first. Embrace it, guys. Uh, it's Even if I wasn't competing... You know, in the near future or what have you, I've had big breaks in between my shows of competing. One time I had a seven-year break, another a five-year break. I always lived a lifestyle. Yes, I backed off on the diet. I enjoyed myself with food, but I never let myself get fat. And I would always work out and listen to my body and push it as much as I can. So therefore, when it comes time to compete again, it's not that big of a transition. You understand? It's a habit. It's something that I love. Now the downsides of sometimes people living the bodybuilding lifestyle is that they always procrastinate, but that's fine. You know, they may say, I want to compete, I want to compete, and they're within that striking distance just because basically they they have that hurdle of tightening it up. You know, they've had some nice progress, but they're afraid or whatever the case may be. And I think that's for another podcast. But those who don't live the bodybuilding lifestyle, if you're still listening, this is also very important. And I see this a little bit more now over the last couple of years than I did, say, 10, 12 years ago. And again, I blame social media. Where someone is enamored, they have a friend that competes, you know, and this individual's been working out once in a while, and then all of a sudden, boom, they want to compete. And it's such a short time frame. Yes, they can do it. Yes, you can grind. But often, I see more rebounds, um, bad scenarios after they compete because they just weren't mentally ready. Now, physically, I always say you can do something for three months and you can just do whatever you can. You can have progress, grind, cardio, restricted diet, train your ass off. And then you can have it. But if the maturity level is not there, nor not living the bodybuilding lifestyle for some time, then you are clueless to do afterwards. And I really think the mentality, you just, you just, a lot of people can't handle it. And they rebound terribly. They don't know how to eat again. And it could be such a downward spiral that it's sad where one actually may need to have professional help after. Where they got so addicted to the discipline, the structure, not knowing how to carry that over after they reach a goal. And that's a hard pill to swallow because I see that. Um, and a lot of times it's because they didn't give themselves that time leading up to it. Now, how much time of a bodybuilding lifestyle one needs to prepare themselves through the ups and downs of a prep and the difficulties of it, of the discipline and grind, so they won't rebound, that I can't answer. That's a tough one. It's up to the individual and the personality. I mean, if I had to put a a number on it, I would say at least a year, at least a year or even longer. Only because it's going to show you if you're giving yourself living the lifestyle, doing what you can, enjoying the process for a year to two years, you naturally are going to have ups and downs. And you're going to be able to learn how to deal with situations where your diet may be fucked up or you can't train for a week because you have to travel for work and all those things. So after you compete, you're not going to feel as lost because you had the maturity levels or... The ability to learn how to adjust and how to plan and to accept instead of the all or nothing attitude because typically the all or nothing attitude is just going to leave you high and dry and you're going to be clueless afterwards and whether it's from you know coming off the diet and binging and not being able to get control or still living the diet thinking you know this is the way i want to be even though it's not healthy So that's the tough part about it. That's the hard pill to swallow because you see that more and more. And again, I blame social media for that. Um, It's difficult. You know, I have this conversation with my daughter a lot because even though it's been a year since she's competed, she's in a good place, but she's had some ups and downs, you know, just like body image. And because you fall in love with the way that you look, so therefore you think you need the way you look because the expectations of you, And that's where the maturity is. And not saying that just because she's young, because I've seen 40-year-olds go through this. It's a mentality maturity where you got to just figure it out. Um, it's, it's, It's a tough one. That is why the premise of this podcast, talking about living the lifestyle, enjoying it, giving it time, seeing it where it takes you, and then if it leads you to wanting to compete... That's a beautiful thing. You're not going to have any of those issues after you compete. I can almost guarantee it. Or if you have the goal to compete, live the lifestyle, see how your body responds, do the work, give it time, so therefore the transition will be easier, and you're not going to have those terrible rebounds. It's just going to be boom right back into maintenance. Calories are calorie. Food is food. No big deal. I mean, good. Another. I always use sports analogy. So. It's almost All right, look at any professional sport out there. These guys are usually in great shape all year round. Nowadays, they are, right? And we have the football season coming up. Well, they don't skip practice. They don't skip their workouts in springtime, just to probably games. You have to build up to it, right? I mean, the opening season, whatever it is, the first game... They're not in contest contests. They're not in you know, football shape immediately as soon as they step on the practice field. It, it's an evolution. They build up to it. They start doing certain drills. They work on deficiencies. They work on this or that. You know, speed, agility, hitting the weights. But that's over a time period. And it's the same thing when it comes to competing. You need that preseason, you know, before you think about prepping, to be able to have a successful prep and to exit out of it even more successful. So that's why I always say the bodybuilding lifestyle trumps the whole competition prep. And it's kind of a joke where with some of my clients that say they want to compete in a year and a half, we have the show date down, and then after a few months, so Joe, when are we going to start prepping? Well, guess what? You are prepping you're doing what needs to be done it doesn't have to be you know a check mark every day that you're prepping one day now two day no it's a lifestyle where you are following a diet you are weight training you are getting proper sleep you are you know having methods to keep your anxiety and stress down or whatever you're dealing with ups and downs of life stuff and you are prepping so therefore when you just you know when it becomes to another fat phase fat loss phase it's not a big, you know, big light switch has to go off, and you have to do all these dramatic changes. That is why I love time with people, with people, and letting it happen naturally, organically, because you're going to have that much better of a time, physically, mentally, and all those things. And that's basically the premise of this podcast: live the lifestyle first, guys. If you have the opportunity to. Now again, I'm going to backpedal as I mentioned earlier. Some are outliers, and you know what? They've been in good shape for a while. They want to compete. They want to check that off the box, the life box. And they do it, and they have a great time, and there's no issues, and they just go on with their lives. There are people out there just like that. But if you have the opportunity, live the lifestyle. So I'm going to wrap this one up. Hopefully it's been helpful, not too heavy and deep. I just like to look out for everyone who's listening and who want to you know, possibly compete. And I just felt like it was necessary to talk about this subject. And because bodybuilding is a beautiful thing, guys. I mean, it can change your life in so many ways. And you don't have to step on stage. But if it's a goal of yours, allow yourself time, live the lifestyle, enjoy it, and embrace it. I'll talk to you next time.